What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. I'm speaking to my want more out of life family. There is a lot in store for us who are willing to go out there and get it. But I will tell you something you think you want, but it's misplaced and misweighted in its importance. Something that's talked about and hyped and highly sought after, and even I wanted it at one point, and that is freedom. Being able to have and do whatever it is that you want to do with your time, whenever you want to do it, and not owe it to a job or anyone else. And not having to do anything at all. And I think I'm uniquely qualified to speak about this because I achieved it after having it written on my wall as a goal for a year before I finally quit my corporate career. My girl actually made me write a contract to myself and sign it that said, I will have complete time freedom. And as the story goes, I got complete time freedom. And I'm here to tell you, after having reached that, how it's not all it's cracked up to be. How it's actually a false idol, a facade. Something you probably are dismissing right now while you're listening to me because you've held it as a pinnacle of achievement in your mind for so long. So let's talk about it. With the great resignation as a hot topic right now, especially for the last couple months, a lot of people are acting upon leaving where they aren't happy and aren't challenged and towards what they desire more. And though it seems like everyone is quitting their job, more than 4 million people each month for the past couple months are quitting their jobs, what isn't talked about enough is just as many people, if not more, are getting new jobs. Almost 7 million people in December took new jobs while 4 million people quit. So it's not that everyone is just going out and leaving the work field and never returning. So with that in mind, what it clarifies is that people aren't just quitting to chase freedom. They are after work that is more meaningful. What they are pursuing is something that maybe provides them more autonomy, maybe something that gives them more purpose. Not everyone is trying to be like the fakers flexing on IG about a free life. And although, yes, some of them might actually go on to start their own businesses, some people aren't just getting another job, some of them do go on to chase time freedom, let's talk about what that means if you're in this camp. And why not to have this as your goal from someone who has gotten it, who believed the passive income, time freedom lie. Freedom is the scariest thing in the world. I know that sounds absurd, but, and I know right now you wish you could just go and sip margaritas on the beach forever, especially as cold as it is right now. But after six months of margaritas, You'll just be a sunburnt alcoholic loser. No, but seriously, what do you do after you've done that for a certain amount of time? Do you think you'll be happy? Do you think you'll be happy? The reality is that we are designed to be seeking. 
designed to be oriented towards a goal. We are literal machines that are always looking to solve problems. And if you don't have real problems, you will manufacture problems to solve them. And you will create issues in your own life with the abundance of undirected time that you have given yourself. And you will slowly but surely create chaos and catastrophe in your own life just so you can have something to satisfy that human design of solving problems. You will always look for problems to solve or you will create them. This is why there is a commonality of mental distress in the most wealthy of people and the most poor. Let's talk about the most poor for an example. The, there's vice documentaries on how, because of poverty in some places in Africa, there is an epidemic of drug use among the youth, specifically cough syrup, to help numb what these youths refer to as stress from idleness. Literally, they keep themselves intoxicated to deal with the stress of not having enough to do, not having any prospects or opportunities to be productive. And only a few exceptions to this are the kids who decided that they want to pursue a goal, like being a rapper or a DJ or even starting a small business. And the only exceptions of kids not addicted were the ones who set this goal and figured out how to keep themselves busy, to save themselves from the pain of sitting idle. Any simple goal was enough to not become like the rest of their peers addicted. And I don't have to go into details because we've seen this of what happens to the kids who are born rich. We have a lot of examples of this. Again, they share the same commonality with those in poverty. Except instead of their environment not giving them any opportunities, they are saturated with an abundance of opportunities, but don't have any external requirement or need to pursue any of them. And many of these kids, definitely not all, but many of these kids don't pick a well-defined goal. They drown in opportunity and suffer the mental anguish that comes along with that. They may not appear as idle in their flurry of activities, but without having a clear endpoint or a vision for their life, without having the need to contribute to their life to survive because of their wealth at birth, they tend to venture into the same depression and same drugs as the kid from poverty. The point is, the freedom that most of you think you're after erodes the very requirement needed for our nature to survive. Without it, we are borderline not human. Our body's entire chemical balance does not function properly, and we seek external sources to balance it just to survive. There is nothing more human than work. We are designed to work. After eating the forbidden fruit, Adam was assigned by God to work for the rest of his life. He was told he will only eat from the fruits of his labor. Our whole ancestral lineage is entirely made up of those who performed a function in their broader society. Everyone played a part. And that history is fundamental to the design of our brains. And even in any perceived personal freedom, 
we can never escape the need to fit in as a member of society, to contribute, to carry a load. And I know you think you want freedom, but freedom is not what you want. What you want is to shift the way in which you contribute, to be more convinced that you actually are contributing, that the way you spend your 40 plus hours a week actually means something to the bottom line of not just your two weeks pay, but the broader scope of it contributing to your overall life. You want to actually feel like you're building something and not just running on a treadmill for 40 hours for 40 years and staying in the same place. Freedom is not your goal. What your goal is that you can't see right now because you're so after freedom, what your goal is, is the freedom to choose in the ways that you contribute, not freedom from contributing altogether. You don't want to sit and retire and sit margaritas. It will get old quickly. You will literally cut your wrist to create problems to solve. We go insane in idleness. The devil takes hold. Let's just simulate the freedom that you think you want. You wake up whenever you want with no one to answer to or having no responsibilities. You don't know what to do with your time. So every day is different. And you don't have any commitments or expectations. You're doing one activity and you don't know when to move on to the next one. You don't know if that activity is even worth doing. You don't know if you should watch another episode on Netflix, make food, order out, eat ice cream for lunch, go to sleep. You don't work, so you lose touch with your friends who do work because you lose the commonality with them. You can't relate to their schedules, their hardship and grievances. You run out of things to talk about other than maybe your shared interests in sports. Your relationships become more and more meaningless and on the surface. You become disconnected from society. You live in your own head, a bubble of your own making. You become rigid in your beliefs. You shutter out the world and build more solid walls for your echo chamber. You become increasingly frustrated with outside opinions. You ostracize people for their viewpoints. A month, or two, or six, or twelve pass. And you soon start to believe nothing you do even matters. And that every day is just another blur of meaninglessness. You see how quickly we venture down into nihilism? Now you're halfway to insanity with probably a drug addiction that you picked up along the way just to deal with the excess of time and abundance of unguided options that you've had. Fact of the matter is, we need boundaries and limitations. We need a little imprisonment of our own making to set us free. The freedom you really want is in the confines of the bars of your own goals to guard and guide towards what it is you can and cannot do so you know what to do next, what holds priority. Or else everything is up for grabs and nothing ever gets held in your hands. You become a ship with no destination, just sailing in the wind. Any direction is suitable. 
and none with any desired differentiation. That simulation could easily have been how my life could have gone for the past couple years since I quit my corporate career. And part of what saved me is that my need for money didn't go away because I'm not independently wealthy yet. But somehow, even without much money, my basics were taken care of. And I did flirt around the dangers of this path and could have easily gotten lost in it had I not maintained personal goals and disciplines. It's very hard for a conscientious person like me to not be goal-seeking and contributing and advancing. So my personality saved me in what could have been a nihilistic venture to the bottom of the barrel. Without a personally crafted standard for myself, I can easily see many examples of people who are happy with as much or much less comfort than I have had, and it's enough for them to be satisfied living for the rest of their life in their corner of the world. And it's ultimately my own standard of expectation of myself that saved me from being stuck in this dark path. A little taste of comfortable freedom can be the most disastrous for someone who doesn't have desire for more. And without knowing it, can easily venture to hell. And I'm blessed. Even through discomfort, I maintained goal orientation. Without anyone telling me to do so, I had goals in all aspects of my life. I read, I exercised, I worked, I studied, I challenged every bit of everything that I knew. And even then, there was too much freedom. There were times I was drinking too much, thinking too much, sinking too much. And what I realized is the solution to all of it is to do more, not less. To have more expectations of me. To have more demands put on me. To have more be required from me. That is the only way to be saved from this unnatural hell. Is to actually assume the usual demands of being human. You don't want freedom. What you want is to contribute in a way that's unique to you. You don't want more time. You want less time doing what isn't meant for you. You don't want to be free. You just want those chains to be chosen and made up of what you choose. And trust me, even that level of freedom is scary. Most of us don't have enough clarity to even know what we want. So having complete autonomy to decide what we want to do with our time is not something most of us are designed for. Nothing is scarier than not knowing exactly what to do next and what to prioritize. So how would you even pick your own chains? You don't want passive income. You want to be actively involved in something that you can continue to play a meaningful part in and something that you have progressive checkpoints and goals for, something you can constantly see an end to so you're not running on a treadmill, so you don't burn out. Would you really be on the passive sidelines of something that excited you that you could be involved in? 
They say freedom is when you have nothing left to lose. Is that really what you want? I would argue that you should feel the exact opposite at all times. That so much is at stake, that you have so much to lose, that everything you do matters. Or else, what in life is rewarding? What is meaningful? We have our desire for freedom confused. Freedom is a facade. Pure freedom is synonymous with misery. Demanding more from yourself is what sets you free. Love you, family. See you on the next show.